Hey folks, it's Sir Richard Wentworth. When you're ready to buy a car, True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Every day, True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these 3 easy steps. First, download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. With True Car, you can save time, save money, and never overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit truecar.com today. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin. I asked him if he wanted to say anything. So. Yeah, what does Chaz want to say? He doesn't want to say anything yet. Ooh. All right, welcome everybody. <laughs> welcome to another oh, Constantine nice. After Buzz After Show. Yeah, we're starting with it. Yeah. Um, if you haven't already done so, make sure you've subscribed on YouTube at youtube.com/afterbuzz. Check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't forget to leave comments uh, about your thoughts and opinions and tweet at us using the hashtag uh, hashtag #abtvconstantine. Yes. Let me introduce us. I'm your host, Yael Teagle. With me, Tari J. Miller. Hey, hey. Tell them where they can find you on Twitter, Tari. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And Isaac Johnson. Hello. You can find me at Isaac Johnson on Twitter. Awesome. And our guest, Dave Blass. Dave Blass. You can find me at Blackhawk Design at Twitter. Awesome. Um, let's jump right into it. We have another amazing episode. We got all the answers I've been dying for and begging for. Yeah. yeah. Um... This whole episode was Chaz's story. It was. It was. Yeah. I'd like to say someone predicted that. Oh, did you? I didn't say I did. I'm just saying someone predicted it. Was it Tari? Was it me? It wasn't it, Tari. It was it you? Was it me? It wasn't you. <laughs> was it someone random on the internet? <laughs> yeah, who predicted it? What is this? <laughs> I feel like now we Chaz? have a new mystery. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys watch this show? Yeah, it was me. Come on. <laughs> Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Good job, Isaac. Yeah. You're the best. I was just looking for a little pat on the back. That's all. Good job. Oh, Thank oh. you. Yeah. You're so great, okay. Isaac. Oh man. So long. Okay. So good. <laughs> um. So I'm really excited that we got these answers about Chaz. Um. We all had a different guesses as to what the deal was with Chaz. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a mixture of all of our guesses. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. I had said that he was part cat and had <laughs> nine lives. Which is the the number of lives? That's a thing. Yes, yes. exactly. What did you say? Um, I was somewhere in that realm. Uh, I think that if if I remember correctly, I said that he was partially immortal due to some spell, mm. um, mm-hmm. or at least he had a longer life than usual. Right. Uh, and I was hoping that he was a billion years old. Oh, that's right. You want yes. his daughter to be 
80, yeah. yeah. I wanted his daughter to be 80. All right. Isaac, what'd you think? Um, I don't think I had any accurate guesses. I mean, I could, <laughs> I could make it up and say that I guessed this exactly, but I didn't. Yeah, because so. the, the YouTube comments would be full of, he didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. In episode three, yeah. he said. <laughs> I thought it had something to do with somebody named something. Because in going back all the way back, no, in the scripts, when we would get him, mm-hmm. going all the way back to, I think, six, mm-hmm. there was something when Chaz would die, he would say, oh, I'm sorry, so-and-so. And right. we all thought, okay, what the hell is with that? Yeah. And, and it was supposed to be like, but it turned out it was too much of a tease of what was going on. So they kept on writing that part out. Oh. So it's like, we're like, oh, wait, who's Stephanie? I'm sorry, Stephanie. So he would name one person each time he died. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. That would have been yeah. so cool. Yeah, but then but it was too yeah. much. Too yeah. much. Yeah. It would have been even cooler if we had caught it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think at that point, I would have been like, I don't even understand anymore. <laughs> I don't catch things like that. Um, Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do for those who are unaware? Yeah, Atari, because uh, he doesn't yeah, understand. Yeah, last. Yeah. No, it's my first day. <laughs> um, you, uh, production designer is in charge of the look and scenery on the show. So mm-hmm. ev- everything from designing the uh, the sets to picking locations and dealing with special effects and props and all the gadgetry and and if you ask, you know, who's planting Easter eggs, that would be me. Nice. Oh. So it's a lot of that fun stuff. So uh, the like the mill house is a big, you know, which starts out as a big empty warehouse, and then we design it and cool and build in all the cool stuff and. Uh, and so it's it's kind of a interaction with the writers and producers and creating different things and uh, you know kind of overseeing the whole look of the show. Awesome. Nice. So you are to to thank for Doctor Fate's helmet. Yes. No, I, oh. think, uh, I know I suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that was I actually sadly I didn't do the the first episode of the pilot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm. So I was still unjustified at that point. So uh, uh, Aaron Osborne, but the uh, the network kind of a lot of that stuff. They're like uh, put the helmet of fate in there and. The big thing is, well, what is the helmet of fate? What does it look like? How mm-hmm. is it? And that becomes the the big thing because we all know what things look like in the comic books, mm-hmm. but then translating that into the reality of a of a world, and we have a, a bunch of that in this episode as well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you were telling me before this before we started a little bit about the specific bar that was used, yeah, to kill Chad. Well, in the initial <laughs> script uh, we, that we had, which was the what we like to call the movie version of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> John and Chaz uh, are in, are in a bar, and Chaz and John does the spell, and then Chaz leaves, gets in his car, and goes to a um, gets in a goes into a tunnel in New York in the freeway. It's kind of like a daylight this a Stallone movie, mm-hmm. and a uh, fuel tanker explodes in the uh, in the tunnel as he's trying to get people out, and he basically saves a couple people, but then everyone dies, and you're like tractor trailer explosion tunnel. Uh, and yeah. it was just budgetarily, it was a little bit too much. So right. I was actually, not that I do this all the time, sitting at a bar, uh, drinking uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon, and I'm in the bar, <laughs> yes. and Details. looking at the bar, and you try, trying to, you know, it's like, okay, well, we got to kill 47 people. So mm-hmm. how do we do this? What, you know, what are the ways in which you could do this that are budgetarily possible? <laughs> and as I'm sitting in this, you know, dive bar, I'm looking around going, Wow, you know, if you because you had to like walk up these steps to get out the door, and I was a uh, too much backstory. I was a, a DJ back in Boston, mm-hmm. and uh, this nice. is based off of a true event, a, a fire that happened in Rhode Island oh, wow. uh, at the station nightclub. 
So it was a club that I had been to many times before, and as a DJ, had seen the actual band Great White uh, in in that area. So it was one of those things that once you, you know, I kind of put those two things together. I'm like, well, that's a way that you know a tragedy could happen. So yeah. we ended up uh, framing it like that. Nice. So it was that thing. I, and what was the interesting thing about the bars? It was really kind of sketchy um, mm-hmm. because there were uh, the trick was that there was bars on the windows so if, even if you broke the windows you still couldn't get out right. the, because there was things so we're like wow this is a great idea so um, I went back and I pitched the idea to the uh, the writers and uh, Mary Harron who's an amazing director she uh, I, was, I totally geeked out because she was the uh, director of American Psycho oh, oh, wow. awesome. nice. so it's like you know one of my wow. favorite movies and it's such yeah. a great so you get to um, just amazing directors on the, on Constantine you wouldn't uh, think uh, John Batum who directed Directed uh, Saturday Night Fever and War Games. Yeah. Uh, he directed the sixth episode. So, so I pitched the idea, and, and everyone liked it, and uh, that's what we ended up doing. So it was that's good awesome. fun. And then I, and then I actually I called up uh, some friends of mine uh, from the band Lillian Axe. Uh, I've been friends with them for yeah. about uh, twenty years, and uh, they came up and they were the band in the uh, in the yeah. episode. You're like, show up. We're going to set you on fire. Exactly. <laughs> so here's where, here's where it gets really, really crazy. And we didn't find this out until after we were doing the thing. So we said, here, come up. We want to do this thing. And we're going to you know do the bar fire and everything like that. Uh, so then they come up. And as we're doing the show, Steve plays the uh, the lead guitarist. He goes, so wait, exactly, exactly what happens? And we're like, yeah, this and, and this is how he gets. And he had, now he has 47 lives. Mm-hmm. He goes, you're screwing me. And I go, no. And he goes, you do realize we have a song called 47 Ways to Die. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we, and then we were going to like, but it was too late at the time. We actually wanted to use that as the song. Right. But, oh, uh, cool. but it was just totally a weird coincidence, 47 Ways to Die, that you actually had a, a song named that. So Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Also, his name is Steve Blaze. So, Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to know, is 47, is there a reason it was 47 Lives? I don't know. Uh, we never heard it. I think it's a good number. I don't know. Uh, the writers would probably have a, a better reason. Yeah. It's, a, it's not too many that he could have an infinite amount of them, right. but enough that he could slit his throat and get away with it and not have to. <laughs> when you so, need to. And yeah. he, I, what surprised me this episode was that he's keeping track. Like, I mean, at this point, he's died so many times that I would have lost count. Right. Well, I think, you know, and I think he mentions it at one point. It's it's a curse, but it's a Mm -hmm. blessing and a curse because he's able to do these things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, know, I think we see him cut his throat and and he does a lot of things throughout the series where he's like he takes – Really crazy risks mm-hmm. because he knows that he can die. So right. it's not, yeah, but it's that thing. It's like okay, I'm down to three. I might be, want to be a little bit more cautious yeah. from here on out. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I personally would keep a pretty tight rein on that number. You don't yeah. want to be like, yeah, it's probably like twelve left. Yeah, and it's yeah. nine. Yeah. It's, Was it nine or ten? It's like yeah. no, no. Let's just yeah. give it a shot. Let's Somewhere see if it between works seven and fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a fifty-fifty chance, yeah. right, guys? Yeah. yeah, I might have three left. One <laughs> or, or this is it. This is the last one. Okay. Um, okay. I want to talk about uh, Chaz's family because I'm sorry, his daughter is a child. <laughs> it's fine. I know it's, you're it, upset. No, because. <laughs> I, I was uh, because I, I don't like being wrong, but at the same time, this this episode story was really good in like creating that family dynamic. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I just, you know, I would love an 80 year old daughter. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> um, you should be watching forever. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think what was really surprising, another surprise, uh, was that Renee is fully aware 
of everything. She knows exactly who Constantine is. She knows mm-hmm. that Chaz has all these lives. I want to know what that conversation looked like in a way that, like, you know, you have the first conversation. She's like, yeah, okay. And then you have to come to terms with that. Sure. I was wondering how how to grip she came with it until mm-hmm. she actually saw it, you know, right. when, you know, Chaz gets blown up. But, like, I mean, that conversation has probably changed over years mm-hmm. because you see through the flashbacks that Constantine was a totally different kind of guy, you know, before, like, probably before the Astra situation. Yeah. But, you know, he's just sort of, like, willy-nilly, like, here's some spell, let me go home with this girl, I'm kind of drunk, and mm-hmm. yeah, it might work, might not work, who knows, who cares? Mm-hmm. And that would be her opposition to him going and doing all these things with Constantine because he doesn't have any, like compass, you know, mm-hmm. and then Chaz becomes that compass. Yeah. I just like the fact that she's gone so far down the path that when he goes in and says, oh, I was trying to help John kill the Monkey King, and mm-hmm. she doesn't even, it's like the right. Monkey King yeah. doesn't even phase her at all, and she's like, yeah, okay, today it's the Monkey King, yes, right. and it's like, doesn't even, it's like, okay, yeah, but no, but I'm upset about you missing this part of the Monkey King, I don't care about that. Right. Mm-hmm. So. What a crazy life told her. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also get to meet Felix Faust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, played by the amazing... Mark Margolis. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, it just so adds great. gravitas yeah. to the cast. Like, oh, this is already so much better. And yeah. we see his beautiful um, area, laboratory. laboratory. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, t- nightmare. Um, <laughs> Tell us yeah. about well, it. Well, as scripted, it, it, was an, it was supposed to be a library. So he's supposed to be because... This is one of those interesting things. There's the scene in the uh, um, it, where he goes in and uh, goes after the the guy who blows up. Uh, what's his name? Um, the Calabasan? No. no. Um, oh, uh, the uh, the in the um, in the army navy surplus store. Right. I did not. Oh, uh, Fennel. Oh, Fennel. Yeah, thank Fennel. you. Yes. So he goes into Fennel and he's like, <laughs> okay, so whoever has one of these five books that are in the thing, mm-hmm. and that was the whole thing. It's like, well, he's has the book, he would be in a library, and right. there's this thing. But if you notice, they he mentions the book in that one scene, and then it's never mentioned again. Mm-hmm. It's like, we got to get the guy who has the book. And it's like, well, okay, evidently. We, but, but we spent <laughs> all this time and money and everything. There's an amazing book that we, that's sitting on his desk that you never see. So we actually did all the stuff to to create that in in his space. His uh, the area there was actually that was used in the first episode uh, of the pilot, and there was a whole scene that was cut out of the pilot where we actually met Papa Midnight at the very end of the first episode. Oh. That they cut out, and then so that we, uh, we wanted to reuse that and kind of come up with something fun and, and interesting with that. That's awesome. Okay. It was beautiful. I was like, I want to learn to do cool things like magic so I can just hang out there and play with everything. <laughs> and that was, that was actually where we, we hit our, uh, our our fun uh, Felix Faust Easter eggs in that in that scene. One of the yeah. things uh, we were talking earlier about how you translate from the page to mm-hmm. the to the screen. And one of the things is if you are a fan of the of the comics, every single version of Felix Faust always has a has a crown. So he's always wearing mm. a crown. Mm-hmm. So, but of course, you know, it was that thing of going, "This is going to look silly on yeah. Margolis," right. and yeah. it's a, it makes him. So all of a sudden, you take the reality of it. It's, it's kind of like putting the X Men in the yellow suits. Mm-hmm. It's like right. it doesn't really translate. Right. So, but of course, we were sitting there going, "Well, but the fans are all you know people who are like diehard fans are like, well, but he always wears a crown." So if you look at the, you know, the watch the scene, look at the table. His crown is sitting there on the actual table. Oh, so we true. had it there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I took it off. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, I, don't, yeah, exactly. I always have it. I just don't always wear it. Yeah. So, yeah. 
And then also on the table that you never see uh, <laughs> is the source of Felix Faust's powers, which, of course, now you sit because you sit there and you go, whoa, he dies in the end, right? Because he gets blown up. But mm-hmm. you can't kill Felix Faust yeah. because we introduced the uh, three pieces of DC lore, which is the. Uh, now I got like never going to be able to remember the the actual names, but it was the uh, the green bell, the red jar, and the silver wheel, and these are three items that uh, if you co- are able to connect and, and gather, uh, they connect they bring back the demon three, which are these in a hundred years, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it it starts this whole thing spinning where power exists. So the whole idea is like, well, it's the rising darkness, but also mm-hmm. Faust is working on this, these other things. So mm-hmm. it's like. Okay, well, we see Felix Faust again? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, that was my hope. Yeah. 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 We weren't done with him. So, so. We, we basically set up the next few seasons. It, so mm-hmm. it's like there's a lot mm-hmm. of things, a lot of things in the world. Now, again, that's like bang. If you, if you don't know what you're looking for, you miss it. But then yeah. it's, you know, keep, keep open the, uh, the things for the, for the future. And then for, again, for everyone who sits there and goes, Oh, I'm looking for the, mm-hmm. the there's the little pieces of mm-hmm. DC lore throughout the, the whole little deal. I love that the show is made by people who know their stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, like, it, it, because you, you, the fans they they yeah. watch it. Yeah, it's like well, if if you didn't know what you're talking, what the backstory is, Doctor Fate's helmet isn't like oh, right. it's like oh, because you picked up a. Yeah, helmet or something. Or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about Zed. We we do have to talk about the lovely Zed. Yeah, we do love her. Uh, must we? <laughs> oh no! Um, <laughs> so I really uh, appreciate that the show starts with her kind of revealing to Constantine what was going on with her, what happened with her family, mm-hmm. and she straight up is like, "Yeah, the leader of the Resurrection Crusade. That's my dad." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, "Thank you." Otherwise, the shows like to drag things like that out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I appreciate when it's like, "No, say something," you know. Yeah. Be responsible. Um, but later on, she we see her communicating um, with Geraldine, mm-hmm. which is a name that I want to talk about <laughs> okay. for a child. It's in the book. It's I in the know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm imagining a child nowadays named Geraldine. What's wrong with the name Geraldine? I'm sorry to anyone. I grew up, with, up that name. with so many Geraldines in my life. Did, did you did really? You? I did. There were at least three that I went to high school with. What did, what, what did you call them, though? Geraldine. You call, there's no, like, short name right? for Geraldine? I'm going to get beat up by G some baby. Geraldine. <laughs> G-Baby. Yeah. yeah. G-Baby. <laughs> um. I'll take it. All right. Um, <laughs> anyway, we have this great scene at the end when Zed is communicating uh, with Geraldine, and she blows a fuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love when we explore her powers, and I love when we see what she can do and what her limitations are. And I feel like every episode we get closer to her doing something amazing. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I feel like, not to get into predictions, but I feel like we're headed towards her doing something super, you know, super telepathic y right. finale. <laughs> I don't know what yet. Okay. I just I just love that she's sitting, writhing on the ground, having a you know a brain aneurysm, and Chaz's wife goes, "Hey, now's a good time to go through her purse." Yeah, <laughs> right. She's I'm like, just going to leave this yeah, here. And she's like, "Hmm, oh, what's that?" Yeah, she's like, "I need some change for yeah. the uh, vending machine." Well, I, I mean, if she has any. I'm going to make an assumption mm. that she and her husband are, are having troubles. Right, they're exes. And there's this uh, super. They're, they're still together. They're they're, they're, having... they're separated. Yes. 
No, I think he still lives there. No, no he does. He only, no, he visits oh, right, on the weekend. always yeah. his yeah. weekends. Yeah. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right, so they're separated. Okay, sorry, I missed let's, it. Let's not say that there's necessarily legal papers. But he's hanging out with Constantine, who is, you know... Sketchy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this super hot girl. I, too, would be like, <laughs> what's going on in her purse? I'm going to be honest. What, I would. What would you hope to find in that purse? <laughs> Nothing I, good. I have no idea. A piece like, of paper with words written yeah. on it. Yeah. 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 No, I it's would assume all- that it, it's easier to... That, you could think that John was the one dragging around this lady because he's he's such a playboy. Like it mm-hmm. makes more sense that he instead of Chaz would be like, "Yeah, this is mine." Yeah, but I wouldn't trust. I just I would be I would you, someone like yeah. Zed. I'd be insecure. I'm gonna be honest. All right. Yeah, it's fair enough. I guess I I just don't know that if you are. You know, going with a new lady, do you leave like what love notes in there or something, or just some <laughs> sort of like I don't know. I mean, if you're if there's any damning evidence in there, you don't put it in the purse. You keep it somewhere else. I don't know. Now we know some secrets about you, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just uh, you want to you want to let your wife know to mm-hmm. calm down? No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I will say about that uh, in that like uh, you find that these characters always start at a very uh, pure place, and the longer they stay with Constantine and Constantine's associates, mm-hmm. they're more likely to do more morally gray things. So like. The way that we're introduced to Chaz's wife, mm-hmm. she is like, I don't want to be part of this world. But as the as her daughter is in more and more danger, you mm-hmm. see her kind of stooping to what Constantine do, would do. Like, he would be sure. the one to be like, all right, this girl's passed out. I'm going to take something to help me get a lead. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, before we move on, guys, I think now is a great time to take a moment to thank everyone for tuning in. Yeah. Um, because we have such amazing fans, we get great people like Dave here with us to talk about the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, fans. Yeah, fans, amazing. Awesome. So good. Go, uh, if you haven't already, go into iTunes, rate and review us. If you like us, which we really hope you do, give us five stars. If you don't, that's cool. We get it. Give us four stars. Leave a comment. Let us know what we're doing well, what we could be doing better. Um, and if you do, you get a shout-out. Take it away, Isaac. You will get a shout-out, and I'll yeah. take it away with Spirit Ninja. Nice. Says, love it. <laughs> and Insight... Oh, no, sorry, uh, I can't read. An Insight write about how demon possession is like a virus, mm-hmm. and Pazuzu is the, is the one of the demon kings, I mm-hmm. guess, which I didn't know there were other demon kings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Pazuki was a demon king. Pazuki. A demon king. That's what I can <laughs> I wanted a yeah, cookie okay. really bad, is what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But thanks, Tori, for that one, because yeah. he rightly gave us the whole virus analogy. Mm-hmm. Right. Which was yeah. so good. It made so much more sense. See, mm-hmm. you're right. And there's your pet on the back. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, technically, it was part of the show. <laughs> well... <laughs> Whatever. Um, I want to talk about. I want to talk about blowing no. up Chaz, guys. Let's talk about blowing up Chaz. Okay, because oh, that was the. I was sitting at home and I remember shouting, "Oh sh!" Because it Shnikes. was so good. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I love it. I really mm. like the setup with that. Um, what was the? Is Achilles Your tendon? Tendon, yeah. right? Mm. Having that little like you know set up early yeah. and then having it pay off. Because I was like, well, how is? Because, you know, like, Chaz's whole thing is, like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he sort of defined Constantine, like, for the first time. Yeah. And, you know, like, he's just sort of going in there like a brute. Like, I'm just going to get him doing it. But I'm like, how can you, you – there's nothing you can yeah. do to him. Right. But then he, you know, sneaks one in there and then uses that. That was a cool, like, setup and payoff. Yeah, the Achilles tendon reminded me a lot of the um, the nails. 
mm-hmm. from the episode with the um, the record. Mm-hmm. Right. That like we see it for a second. He's like, "Look how cool this thing is," and then it comes back, and we're like, "Oh yeah!" Mm-hmm. So that was really fun to see again. Um, and I love because I was watching and I was like, "You're gonna sacrifice your souls. Like that's yeah. not gonna work." He's mm. effed you over. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, right. And then he does it. And then I love, ooh, absolutely love when he when he pulls the grenade, and then cu- he's like, "Go, take her!" And I was like, "Yes, yes, <laughs> so good." Sorry. I just like that. Like Renee got some spleen on her or something. It was like, yeah. it was like, are you gonna stand there? And it's just he went. When we stay, we all we talked about it. It's like, well, how long does it take him to, yeah. to mm-hmm. come back, and how? What's the process? And yeah. we all had this uh, vision of kind of like the uh, Terminator Two with all yes. the little mm-hmm. things coming back together. Yeah, we um, never got the. You know, you're like it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm really glad we didn't yeah. see it all come back together. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing it. It would have been pretty cool. I mean, like in, yeah. a, in a gross, like cool way. But it, it must be crazy <laughs> because you're like, can I? Blow myself up and still get that ticket. You know, it's yeah. like, a, yeah. it's like a, that that odd thing of like how you know it's it's like a you know Walking Dead. It's like if I cut my head off, do I still get to come back? Mm-hmm. And, but right. Evidently, you can blow yourself up and you're good. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> I I really hope we get more. I'm like asking, are we gonna get more really awesome deaths? Oh, there's, oh, for, uh, I think we get some good we get some good ones, yeah. Okay. I was in the promo we saw him kinda cutting his neck and I was like, that's cool. But then when he blows up, I was like, Yes! Yeah. Awesome! <laughs> I don't know why that excited me so much. Because it was awesome. It was yeah, very cool. Yeah, awesome. yeah the tr- I mean the trick with it is you, you want to kind of keep it to because if it happens every episode, mm-hmm. then it becomes less impactful. You're like, right. oh, yeah. yeah. You know. You killed Chaz. You killed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Kenny or something. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I know. I was just helping you out. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Guys, um, let's talk about the the sadness that we have when we see the girl lose her soul. Way back in the beginning. I'm taking okay. this all backwards. <laughs> I'm all backwards because I'm so I was so excited to talk about Chaz right. blowing up. Um the we see this awesome! I really like the um, the powder burn. The celestial mm-hmm. burn. Yeah. Celestial burn. That's mm-hmm. it. Burns of some sort. <laughs> um, and that Constine is such. He's a good friend. Yeah. You know that he yeah. was like, I got this, and I I just like the way that this. I just really liked this episode all around. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and piggybacking off of your. Uh, Constantine's a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the scene where he and Chaz are in the bar and uh, they're trying to figure out what to do because Chaz's marriage is falling apart. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you know, do what you're going to do and I'll be there no matter what. And I thought that was a really touching scene because we don't get that from John. He's usually kind of uh, shaking off emotion, but mm-hmm. having him interact with Chaz, it really kind of solidifies their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just cool, I mean, I sort of touched on earlier, but just cool use of, like, all the flashbacks. Sometimes, like, one, I like that it was just, like, a really Chaz-centric episode, because mm-hmm. we've, we've been, like, wanting that. Yep. But also, like, sometimes, like, in other shows, like, you get the flashbacks to tell you, like, a little bit of the backstory, and it was, like, mostly his story, but then, like, you get to see, like you were saying, like, the relationship develop over time. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I thought, like, mirrored against, like, the present-day scenes, like, really was impactful. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. Um, I, and the the family, just the family aspect mm-hmm. of Chaz 
and and getting to see a you know this different side of him because um, we've been waiting to meet everybody um, mm-hmm. and I just the fact that Renee is so understanding but also frustrated and that when she slaps Constantine because like <laughs> they've known each other for years yeah. mm-hmm. and he effing deserved that slap <laughs> um, especially he's like deal with this what, right you never say yeah. that about a woman <laughs> never okay right gonna yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. guys never never this. say deal this. with that no, no. Uh-uh. Good. Okay. Yep. I hope all yeah. the men watching are like, oh, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> you will get slapped or worse. Yeah. 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 Or worse. Or yeah. worse. Um, I Are we going to see more Renee and Geraldine? In season two? Possibly. In the rest of this season? I don't know, actually. Oh. It's possible. Interesting. I can't tell everything about it. Yeah, um, so far, sure? yeah. So yeah. far, uh, what has been your favorite thing to do or to make since uh, the beginning of the season? Well, the uh, the Millhouse that mm-hmm. that whole set because and and there's so much about that that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, I mean, there's all these secret doors and things and all this yeah, that um, you know. One of the things when we first did it, we did the and we did the gears and everything. Um, I think it was uh, uh, David Gorius. Like, oh my god, that's great. Do those like move and spin around? I'm like, no, they just look cool. How much <laughs> yeah. money do you think we have? He's like, well, it would be awesome if they did like spun and then everything. And I'm like, well, yeah, that would be awesome. I, like, <laughs> you know, do you have the black card you can give me? And, and, yeah. and of course, then you know, once you do stuff like that, they have it in their head. So that when we mm-hmm. had the um, the exorcism episode. They came around. They're like, "Yeah, we need to have the gear spinning around and all the the millhouse all going crazy and stuff." Mm-hmm. So then we ended up having to to do that. But there's like trap doors in the floors. There are all these different things. In fact, the um, there was the episode where uh, Zed is is trapped in there and she's getting uh, the whole chase scene and she yeah. jumps in the dumb waiter and things. So that all was built into the set right. before. And then we we ended up writing that that whole chase sequence because we were. Uh, T.J. Scott, who directed that episode, we were like, okay, well, we're upstairs, and she's got to get downstairs, and, it's, you know, it's, we have to go down the stupid spiral staircase. It's going to take long. How do we get downstairs? I'm like, let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. so, so then that was actually written. Uh, they wrote into that. So uh, that was great. The uh, the sewers were, were good fun to build. Uh, that oh. was oh, yeah. nasty, uh, and they smelled, you know, horrible, and so, well, it was just, you put that much water in it, it was sitting in there for oh, you know, okay. three weeks, and mm-hmm. water and yeah. gunk, and no matter what you do, it yeah. just ends up stinking. So, that was right. going to be my question. I was like, you built a sewer. But, <laughs> unlike American uh, uh, American Sniper, we did have a real baby in there. So, uh, American, Ooh. but well, the mother staying like four feet away. Yeah. Right. Right. I was like, you have a real baby. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because there's this whole fake baby thing going on in, in American Sniper oh. that they actually had like a, a really bad prop baby that you see and everyone's like oh my god it's horrible but um, <laughs> but no we actually for the close ups and everything we had a real baby awesome. nice I like that that would be the biggest gripe coming out of the movie is fake baby exactly like, <laughs> you might be winding your clock a little tight like, exactly so we said the baby's really big. it's like wow what about the rest of the story mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> But I think you know it's been a, it's been a fun show. We got a, an amazingly t- talented crew. The, mm-hmm. um, in fact, this episode w- was um, was great just because we had uh, some really great visual effects. The Felix oh, yeah. Faust stuff was, was yeah. good. The explosion, um, 
So I think it was, you know, everyone did it. It's a great job. Our visual effects team, uh, Kevin Blank, they got nominated for a Visual Effects Society Award. Nice. Wow. Uh, they did phenomenal work, especially on the, 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 it was the third episode, the one with all the bugs. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. So cool. yeah. Four, fourth episode, I think it was, but that was phenomenal. So yeah. just really, really talented group of people. What about mm-hmm. the, um, the nunnery? The, the nunnery. Yeah. Where was that and, and what, what part of that did you make it? What part of it was? Uh, the nunnery was was a uh, we had lo- scouted that location earlier on because that was uh, we were going to actually build the the exterior in the mill house and we ended up finding a location that mm-hmm. worked for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that was a it was at a um, a mausoleum and we had shot okay. at that. Um, what did we shoot? we shot an earlier episode there, but we ended up going back there and, and shooting it as a as a mausoleum and mm-hmm. as the convent. But that mm-hmm. was right in, in Atlanta. It just happened to have that crazy architecture. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, and then initially, um, like when there's all the chase scenes around in the mausoleum area, that was supposed to be in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And uh, T.J. Scott, the director, had said, you know, let's just play it as as it is, and we'll. I think mausoleums are creepier than yeah. city streets. So yeah. we ended up doing that and then uh, working that in. That is so cool. So it was, yeah. a, it was a it was a fun. I'm trying to think what we we shot some earlier uh, episode. It was either in the uh, we scouted it for like one of the cemeteries and things like that. But mm. uh, but it was, uh, it was that was a great location. So was there anything that you were like that I really want to do this really cool thing specifically? And they're like, yeah, no, that's not happening. Aside from like Chaz's death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's I mean, there's lots of I mean, it's like there was this great location that we found uh, that was like an abandoned mansion. And that's what I wanted to use for the uh, well, for Felix Faust's place mm-hmm. when it was supposed to be a library. library. It was a cre- mm-hmm. really super creepy house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it was deemed unsafe to shoot in. So I'm like, come on, it's not that bad. <laughs> we <laughs> all might die. But that's, you know, we're just going to blow it up anyway. Yeah. 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 Right. And they're like, yeah, you come here. You're there for like 10 minutes to pick the location and then you leave and we're here for 14 hours a day for five days i'm like yeah fine i guess, <laughs> I guess there's safety Big exactly right. so uh, anything for the shot right guys? Yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> um but you know the, the, there was a few of those things uh, and then uh initially the uh the scene with the carabossin um mm-hmm. was supposed to be in a uh in new york subway system and then um we there are no the, the subway system in uh, Atlanta is not accessible, so mm-hmm. we were going to build it, and they didn't want to spend the money on that. Uh, and then we were going to change it to like a sewer thing, but we had just the episode before done the sewer, and like no, so mm-hmm. we ended up doing this chase through a warehouse, which was actually the same warehouse that we uh, shot the Felix Faust area. So it was mm-hmm. it, a, lot with, a lot of times with TV, you just it's logistics. It's like we mm-hmm. got to get all right. the stuff done in a short amount of time, mm-hmm. so we can be here and do Felix Faust. We can do be here and do the warehouse and. So yeah. that, that was great. So, nice. yeah, well, so I think that's cool. really cool to find out that like you use some of the same locations that we wouldn't know, or at least I yeah, wouldn't. Not yeah. at all. Oh, no. that, and that's the, the the trick is if you can make the use of things and double up on on stuff mm-hmm. and and whatnot. I think it's it's uh, beneficial. So TV magic. TV magic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So in fact, next week's episode is the return of uh, Richie. Uh, who is uh, fe- uh, featured in the pilot? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we shot Richie's office at the same mausoleum because we were shooting at the same time as the uh, <laughs> this episode. So uh, because uh, Jeremy Davies is on the other show, I uh, do Justified. So we were actually yeah. sharing him back and forth. So we had to leave. So we're like, okay, well, we get to shoot here. What are we doing? We ended up shooting at the, at the mausoleum. So it was good fun. That's awesome. So cool. Well, speaking of next episode. I think it's time. Are we, are we already going into predictions? I think it's time we head into <laughs> predictions. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 
And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So, according to the promo, we have a killer from another dimension mm-hmm. who is luring victims into his world. I don't know what that voice is. Um, <laughs> I think it was an old school vampire. Yeah. <laughs> old school. Luring into the yeah. world. <laughs> um, and John is going to save them, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's what, he does. what if he doesn't? Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, He'll save some of them? He, he yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are some times with like the quality of his save, I guess, right. Right. could be he, questioned. He yeah. saves them. You're alive, yeah. right? Yeah. No legs and no arms. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, like he saved Chaz, but 47 other people had to die. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, so, Dave, you can't really make predictions. I can't. No. Because no. uh, you know what's going to happen. I do for the most part. Sometimes it, it, it happens on the show, like when we did the the Carabossum, which was the mm-hmm. it was supposed to be like a predatorish uh, demon. Mm-hmm. What it looked like I, when I watched the show, I was like, "Oh, that's not what I thought it was going to be at okay. all." Yeah. It was um, like a lion. Well, it was like a yeah. lion, but in, initially, when uh, our um, uh, special effects makeup guys, we had a real thing on the set that it was that it was going to do. It was like this creepy, slithering snake-like oh. thing with this mm. maw, and it was hmm. it was really creepy, and it was going to be like dripping goo and everything. Mm. And then it was like a tiger. I was like, oh, that's cool, too. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I actually, actually had to come up with the, because uh, we, we were having the, the issue on the, uh, just before, it's like, because we, it was the, we wanted to do something different as a demon and have it be so you couldn't see it all the time, so it was kind of invisible, like like mm-hmm. Predator. Mm-hmm. But then the trick is, like, well, how do you make that scary if you can't see it? How do you know that right. something yeah. is, like, whatever? So I came up with the idea of the uh, the Adder Stone, uh-huh. which is with the, the, the seeing stone type mm-hmm. of thing that you can look through it and see it, but you don't always get to see it because it's kind of yeah. right, right. Like that. So. Yeah, you got to move your head around. Oh, right. cool. Yeah. 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 So. That's awesome. Um well, do we? Yeah. Have, do you have predictions for next week? I do. Um, do you want to say <laughs> them? Or are you gonna I'm not going to share them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I will share them. Okay. Good. Um, well, I was going to say, in which I'm like, uh, it's like it's like rapidly losing my brain, but like, it was cool to see them bring back. Um, oh gosh, now I just lost it. Ah, I hate when that happens. Anyway, prediction. Um, the yes. prediction would be <laughs> that um, I feel like we need to have Manny back again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this would be a good time to bring him back and maybe have him and Constantine working together again. That'd be I really see. cool. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tari? Um, I am really hoping that this interdimensional uh, menace is Mr. Mixelpick from... Uh, oh, Mixel's Pillock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. He's he's so in Superman the D- yeah Thank he's you. Superman Lord uh, so he is oh. a transferable uh, mm. villain and mm. I think and you don't really get to see him in his full glory ever on TV or in movies because yeah. he's just such a weird concept um, like the best representation of him has been in the Superman animated series yeah voiced but, by Gilbert Godfrey yes <laughs> the best choice for yeah, that so, cool. um, so I think that if that ends up being uh, mm-hmm. this character it would be amazing because it seems like it's going to be a really fun representation awesome. so that's my prediction oh yeah I remembered it um, cool to see them bring like have Zed remind him about his mother oh yes uh, mm-hmm. we did not she, touch on that yeah that she brought that up because um, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't I didn't see where she talked to his mother, but to have them bring that back, because I'd almost completely forgotten about his the guilt that yeah. he was carrying around from that. 
So that's something else I really want to see, too, to kind of get back to his story, because we have been kind of focusing on some of the other characters, which is great, because we wanted and needed that pretty badly. Mm -hmm. But I want to see, um, hopefully, because there's, what, three episodes left? Yeah, three Mm -hmm. more episodes. I want to see um, some sort of coming back to that. I mean, it doesn't have to be final, because I want season two really badly. But if we don't get a season two, then I need to know more about that. Right. Oh my goodness! Um, I I want to build off your prediction. Build. I'm building off it. I'm going to predict that uh, Constantine's mom is going to be brought at the very end of the season to mm-hmm. set up for the next season, something, some adventure that he has mm-hmm. to go on for her, or that she is the darkness that is arising. Ooh. What? What? That sounds kind of crazy. Wait, sometimes <laughs> I make stupid statements. We know this. Uh, it's, yeah. Is she uh, going to be evil? Then? Yep, that's what I'm going with. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I hey. predicted. You can't tell me. Okay. Seriously. Um, wouldn't it be great if I was right? It would no. not be great. No, it would not. No, um, not great at all. I'm going to also um, predict that Constantine is going to... Um, Live next episode. <laughs> oh man! I'm gonna make a safe bet. Uh, then also, you could predict that Chaz might live as well because he's down to 29 lives. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that one with I think that Chaz is going to die next episode and then live again. Yes. Okay. okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell the people again where they can find you on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blockhawk Design. Awesome, Isaac. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson, Instagram the Isaac Johnson, and you can head over to YouTube the Isaac Johnson and check out my music video. Awesome. Tari. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Great. And of course, you can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. Also here on AfterBuzz on a whole bunch of shows, um, starting with King of the Nerds tomorrow. So tune in. Uh, also, Switch to Birth SVU and a whole bunch of others. I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Google Plus at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And we will see you next week for more Constantine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.